Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. I'm very excited to share today's guest with you. She's worked with brides such as Olivia Colpo and Michaela Noguera. Suffice it to say, she's a Rhode Island bride's dream wedding planner. In fact, she's really any bride's dream wedding planner. Her name is Ariana Capali, and she is the owner and head planner behind AMC Weddings. Not only is she supremely talented, she's absolutely lovely. And on today's episode, she is sharing some serious guidance and recommendations in planning your wedding. We had a great time chatting and she is welcome back anytime. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous Ariana Capali to the Prenup Podcast. So if you listen to the end of each episode, you know we do a monthly giveaway of our Prenup Bridal Prep Planner. But in addition to that, we're doing another giveaway that you guys are going to love. You heard me talking about smart labels on last week's episode. It's such a great product and it's so versatile, whether you're planning your wedding or you're moving or you just have a lot of things in storage. So the way it works is you download the smart labels app and that's available on iOS and Android. Then you label your boxes. Each label has a unique identifier and color to help you organize your boxes. Then you're going to scan the label. In the app, you can give each box a name, location, description, pictures, as well as descriptions of each item inside. And that's going to help you easily find any item that you're searching for, whether that's your DIY centerpieces or your bridesmaids gifts for the morning of your wedding. You can search for it in the app and it'll tell you the exact location of the box, as well as the label color, identifier, and any uploaded pictures. So you're not going to have to unstack a million boxes, rummage through everything to try to find that one thing that you're looking for, only to find out that it was actually in your mom's garage and not in your attic. You can find out what's in the box without ever actually having to open it. So the winners will not only get this 48 pack of Smart Label stickers, but they will also get one year free of the Smart Label app. I just got mine in and I'm so excited because within the next couple weeks, I'm going to be putting away all of my Christmas decor and it was very difficult to find all the things that I was looking for this year. So Smart Labels is going to make that really, really easy for me. To enter, just send a screenshot of your follow or subscribe on whatever platform that you listen or watch this podcast on to my email, which is adriana at the-pre-nup.com. I'll list that in the show notes. And if you want to know more about Smart Labels, visit qrsmartlabels.com. Thank you to Smart Labels for sponsoring this episode and good luck to all our participants. Does everyone call you Ariana? Do you have a nickname? Yes, Ariana. Um, some people call me Ari, closer friends, but I don't yeah. love it. So okay, Ariana yes. is well, you have a beautiful name. Like, why, you know, shorten it to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I love my name. And I know a lot of people don't say that. And it's, I feel like a weird thing to say about myself. But I do. No. I really love the name that my parents gave me. Yeah, it's beautiful. And our, yeah. our names are one letter off. And when I was yes. a kid, I'm, I'm Adriana. And when I was a kid, right. I hated it because... Yeah. I didn't know anyone with the name, but as yes. I got older, like obviously, you know, you hear it more and like you get used to it and it feels like you. I do. I love my name too. I know. It's yeah. like, it sounds like a weird thing to say because so many people are like, oh, I wish I had, but right. I think Different our parents name. did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So do you have any nicknames or are you just like Adriana as well? I have a million nicknames. So like my personal friends, family, everyone calls me age, which, you know, my parents like didn't love because, you know, the reason we talked about, but like, that's what everyone calls me age, AG. My dad calls me Aggie. I have like AJ, a million nicknames, but 
you know, professionally, everyone just knows me as Adriana. I couldn't give a crap what anyone calls me as long as it's not an expletive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, People get my name wrong a lot too. Do you deal with that? Me too. I always find... (laughs) I feel like you you maybe won't run into the same issue, but I always find when I say to someone, hi, I'm Ariana, they think I'm saying Mariana because <laughs> I'm Ariana. And I'm like, how did you get? And then they start calling me Mariana. And I'm like, oh my God, how did you get that? That is so funny. Yeah, I'm Mariana. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, like maybe I should pronunciate my words better. Like, no, it's not you. It's, I am so like, I'm always worried about people's names because people get mine wrong so often. Like if someone hears another person call me age, they automatically think Paige. So I have a lot of people who just think my name is Paige. Um, Uh, I get a lot of Adrian. Um, I get a lot of Ariana. Yeah. Um, and then like, just sometimes people will throw a wacky nickname in. They're like 80 or like, you know, Addy or whatever. I'm like, so but, funny. Yeah. sure. It's that's interesting me. to me that some people mistake your name for Ariana because I get Adriana or Adriana all the time. When I Do open really? emails, five times out of 10, it says Adriana. And I'm like, first of all, I sent you the first email and it says my name at the bottom. So I'm not sure if you did not even read my email, but oh, come on. Well, it's not going to be before long where you're going to be a household name because you're just like the hottest planner in Rhode Island oh, right now. You. Oh my God, you are killing it. I, it's thank so you. impressive to see. And I I mean, you look young. Are you, are you very young? I'm 29. I look okay. a lot younger. I mean, that's still really young, still really but I young, do look yeah. a lot younger than I am. Um, but yeah, people actually mistake me for a high schooler all the time, <laughs> all the time. I babysit three little girls who I started babysitting them in college yes. um, with really no intention. You know, that was like my side job in college, no intention of like being with them long term and obviously totally fell in love with them. They're like my little sisters. So I'm still with them to this day. I could. Oh my gosh. They're, they're yeah, they are family to me. and. It's funny. So now the oldest is 13. The youngest is six. And I was somewhere with them over the summer. And I was talking to other parents and they said, I'm not going to say their school name, but they said, oh, do you go to blank as well? Because they go to a school that's elementary, middle and high school. And I was just like, "Um, I am an adult. I am John. I mean, it's yeah. a blessing beyond. You have yes. a baby face, gorgeous skin. Like you do. You Thank look you. really young, which is great. Yeah. But you know, especially and because you also are young. Like twenty nine is is for the industry very young. And yeah. I feel like sometimes you know people can kind of put this like, oh, like you know, you're so young, kind of thing on it. But especially in this industry, I think with the know how the um, just like drive and the organization and style and like love for weddings, being young is kind of on your side because you have yeah. the energy, like you're not exactly. completely jaded by it yet. Like, you know, yeah. are you married or have kids? No. So like those things aren't really in, not in the way yet, but no, like. You're absolutely right. I have it, nothing in lack of better words, holding me back right now right. from my career. Right. Because especially in weddings, you know, so many people, I'm sure you get this all the time. People, oh, it's so glamorous. It's like, well, yes, it is, but it's also your entire, what would be social life 
mm-hmm. you know, from those yeah, times weekends. like May, June, all of your weekends are taken up, yeah. like all the times that you would be with friends or family, like that's taken up by a wedding. So like, exactly. yes, it is glamorous, but you have to really love and adore it. And, you know, the older you get and the more your priorities change if you decide to, you know, have kids or like, you know, I, I remember when I was like a few years in, my now husband was like, I don't see you because we didn't live together. And it's hard. It's hard because I feel like people in our industry, we work when other people are not working. Right. Right. Exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head for sure. So I want to get into some really fun stuff today. Mm -hmm. I want to leave people with tips they can take forward in not only finding a wedding planner, but like really getting started in planning their wedding as well. But before we get into it, I always start with a little cocktail hour and that's just for people to get to know you and, you know, your credentials and like who you are as a person. So when you are not planning fabulous events, Ariana, what can people typically find you doing? What do you like to do for fun? Yeah. So it's funny because I'm a mix of a homebody and somebody who loves to travel. Um, So I am always with my family, my friends, or going on trips. I don't think I've ever said no to a vacation. Oh, I Um, love you. Yeah, it is. It's a sickness, honestly. (laughs) I just, I love it. I actually just spent a month away from home. So I was in Italy for a few weeks, came home, unpacked, repacked. And then four days later, I went to Hawaii for another two weeks. Wow. Okay. Where were you in Italy? Where were you in Hawaii? Okay. So Italy was, we were all over the place. So we did uh, Florence, Tuscany, Naples, Positano, Capri, Rome. Oh my so we gosh, were all fabulous. In yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have you oh, been sounds- to Italy before? I went for the first time in September. Um, we did Lake Como. So we did, you know, okay. we did France, Italy, um, Switzerland, oh, and Germany. And Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just like absolutely loved it. But the only place we visited in Italy was Lake Como. So, you know, it's very much a resort town cities um so the next time i go and i loved it that's not to say it wasn't fabulous but i would love to experience a little bit more of like the raw culture yeah yeah if you go again go to florence and tuscany top favorite place ever 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 ever. oh i'm dying i'm dying and then where did you go in hawaii so hawaii was uh maui and Kauai. so one week in each place I didn't do Maui, but Kauai is like one of my favorite places that in the world. Was, so we started in Maui and I had never been to Hawaii before. And I really loved Maui. It was beautiful, but it almost, and I didn't know how to put it into words when I was there. It just wasn't what I pictured when I pictured Hawaii. Okay. And then we went to Kauai and it was so much more full with greenery and almost more jungly looking. And I was yes. like, this is what I pictured when I picture Hawaii. Totally. Yeah. It's it's such a great place to really just experience nature because it's not like a bustling nightlife or like restaurants. I mean, there's that stuff there, but it's a lot more of like hiking and like seeing the beaches and it's just, oh, it's so beautiful. I love Kauai. I can't wait to go back. (laughs) Yeah. We saw a hundred turtles. I'm not even kidding. They all come up and they sleep on the beach and they count them. So there were a hundred there at one point and we were just standing there like watching them sleep. And then we did a snorkel tour also in Kauai and we saw, they said that there were a million dolphins below us. 
I think that's a very large number, but there were definitely hundreds of dolphins below us. So it was really cool to see. Oh my gosh. Did you do any kind of like helicopter or any kind of excursions there? No, we didn't do anything like that because I went with my best friend who is actually pregnant, um, which is really exciting. Yeah. So exciting. But when we had planned the trip, she was not pregnant. Um, So we did plan to do, you know, helicopter rides and all of that like fun stuff. But now her being pregnant, she was not allowed to do any of that. So totally. Well, you don't, you don't need it. I mean, you, you really can experience everything. Like you'll just go back. (laughs) I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) Do a wedding there. I love it. You don't have to tell me twice, please. (laughs) So, okay. We love to travel. We love to spend time with family. So just because you are in the wedding industry and a lot of that is like revolving around style and trends, a lot of that spills over into your real life too. So are there any kind of products, wedding or not wedding related that you are just really loving right now? Um, so I love interior design. So I help my brother with his place all the time. Every time he's buying something new, he always comes to me and he's like, what can I buy? What color should I paint the walls? Like, what can I do? So I love helping friends and family with that aspect. Um, And then as far as not wedding related products, I am obsessed with this Tarte blush that I have. It's like a cream blush and it is just the prettiest pink shade. It's like Barbie. And I'm obsessed with that. But yeah, those are just a few things that I like. I need to check it out because I I do love a cream blush, but lately I've been using lipstick like as my blush. Oh my god! And I feel like it's a little, it's a little dry. But in yeah, this well, it's not weather, meant for that. it's not meant for that. No, yeah. But in this weather, like I also don't want to use a powder, so I'm gonna have to check out yeah. that Tarte blush. Yeah, you will. They actually have a whole. Um, I think I use a lot. Most of my makeup is from that line. It's the Maracuja, like juicy, whatever it's called line. Yes. So yes. I have you know, their lip gloss, their, I think it's a foundation, their concealer, their blush, like you name it. I have it from them. Well, you're a great advertisement for it. It's hydrating. Yes. And and that's all we want. That's like the big trend, especially in like bridal makeup now, you know, in years past, we saw the full like decked out glam, but even Michaela Nogueira, who you did her wedding, like even her makeup was so angelic and ethereal it's like yeah we want that soft glow right now so we gotta get that where you look like yourself you feel like yourself yes timeless it's not overdone it's really beautiful absolutely okay love it and then we'll take it back to weddings what is one wedding tradition that you would just love to see go so top of the list bouquet toss and garter toss i just think (laughs) When my clients do them, I'm all for it. You know, we'll do whatever you want to do, but they're so cringy. They are, and nobody's really like, not to say nobody's single nowadays, but you go to these weddings and whether people are technically single or not, they're bringing a guest with them. So, a lot of times, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So maybe they don't even want to get up and leave their guests because they're in like the talking stage or whatever is right. going on. So nobody is getting up to catch your bouquet anyway. And then don't get me started on a garter toss because mm -mm. Mm -mm. I simply cannot watch, like, especially if a bride's like 
stepdad or like older gentleman that she's close to in her life or in the room. I'm like, everyone put a blindfold on at this time. Yeah, it is <laughs> so awkward. It's, and it's not awkward for like, it's not, I can only imagine it being awkward for a close family or friend at your wedding. It's awkward as a vendor to sit there and watch it. You're just like, oh my God, please make it stop like immediately. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was talking to another planner, Jenny, of Before the Vows. She's awesome. She's in the Chattanooga area. Okay. And we were talking about the same thing. She's just like, it's so cringe. I cannot watch it. Yeah. She's like, and the origin of it is really disturbing. And mm-hmm. while we were talking, we Googled it. And it is so gross. Like, it's such a weird tradition. And it's like very sexual in nature and yes. very antiquated. And yes, I've seen uh, them get really really into it. And I'm just like, oh boy, I feel like I need to leave the room right now. Yeah. I don't need to be there for that. No. You know, you guys, and neither I, does grandma and grandpa, like nobody does. Sure don't, nope. sure don't. No, absolutely not. They're the last yeah. people who need to see it. <laughs> no. And then there is one more tradition that yes. is a personal thing. And maybe over time, my opinion will change again, but something that I am not loving right now is matching bridesmaid dresses. I'm over I'm it. I'm so with you. I'm I'm so with you. It doesn't look I don't want to say it doesn't look good because I've like I've worn them. I've been a bridesmaid where we're all in matching dresses and like mm-hmm. I love my girlfriends who picked them and they have great style and like yeah. whatever. As a bridesmaid, you just like your role is to really just go along with it and like right. be of assistance Absolutely. to the bride and not yeah. fight it. But it really you have to think about people's body types. Exactly. And, I I just love the idea of like, even if people aren't going to do a certain color scheme, I have a theory and let me know if you agree. I have a theory that bridesmaids, just the landscape of them are going to look very different in the next like five to 10 years. I Absolutely. think it'll just kind of be like your girlfriends and family members who kind of get ready with you and like have an honorable spot in ceremony. But yes. the idea of like everyone lined up so like picture perfect, you know, in the same right. cookie cutter dress, like right. I think that's going out the window. Yeah, totally agree. I I could not agree more. I yeah, I am I'm so with you there. Even like a step further, I'm seeing a lot more people even have their groomsmen if they have a dark suit, like them wear mm-hmm. their dark suit because if yes, their better, own. Like, yep. What's worse than, you know, a baggy rental, like in someone else's shoe, like ill-fitted? Exactly. Yeah. Just, it's more polished. Yeah. And when everyone looks and feels comfortable, they're going to have a better time. It's just it's better for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I could go on with you about this like all yes. day, but let's get into the main event because I really <laughs> want people to hear your takes on this. Like you are, you're just so good at what you do and bringing everything together, not only your style, but you know, there's so much that goes into wedding planning that I think people might not totally get. And a lot of the listeners of this show don't have wedding planners or are in like the early stages where they don't know whether they're going to hire one or not. Mm -hmm. So I want to just dispel a few things off the top. So firstly, let's get into people who maybe are considering hiring a wedding planner or have decided on hiring a wedding planner, but don't really know where to start. What would you tell them are maybe kind of the first steps in 
finding a wedding planner? Yeah. So the very first thing I believe that you should do is looking at their website, their Instagram, their Pinterest, whatever social media they may have that showcases their work is a great place to start. So for for example, maybe your friend had a wedding planner and they absolutely loved that planner, but their taste is totally different from yours. And that's okay. But you want to work with somebody who is showcasing work that represents your personal taste and your style and just more anything that's your vibe. So that is the first place to start. And then once you have a small handful, I would never say, and this goes for every vendor, don't reach out to like 10 wedding planners, 10 photographers, 10 videographers. It's too overwhelming. Gather three of them that you think you're going to love, make phone calls with them. And then once you chat with them, you need to make sure that you are just vibing, you're getting along, you know, it's not awkward. Um, You know, I've had phone calls with people who are very, very nice, but it's just both ways. It just doesn't work. There's no, there's no vibe. We don't mesh well and that's okay. Um, Yeah. But that means like, if I were to work with that person and and it goes for me as a, as a vendor as well, it's not going to be enjoyable for either one of us throughout the whole planning process. And then Never mind wedding day. I am at your side your entire wedding day. So right. you want somebody that you love, like absolutely just, you want to think of them as like your best friend. So if you love that person, you should definitely work with them. Um, and if not, and that's okay, maybe they didn't do anything wrong, but you just didn't vibe. That's okay. And you just yeah. work with somebody else. Absolutely. It's what you said really hit home with me. Like you want this person to feel like a best friend. And yeah like, as you say, it kind of goes with all of your vendors as well, because Mm -hmm. I think people maybe will see a photographer and they're like, gorgeous photos. If you don't jive with that person, that person's like second in command to the wedding planner. Yes. And they're with you all day. All day. And if you don't like them months in advance, you're going to hate them at your wedding. Like they're just going to get on your last nerve. You're just, it's just not good for anyone. No, it's not. It's not. It's really important to be able to jive with those people and make sure that you're on the same page because you might say like, I love this style. I love what they do with this. Well, maybe they do all coastal weddings and you're having a city wedding and you also don't get along well. Like everything's just not going to go the way that you would plan. So I love the idea of like just taking a couple people, like you said, like maybe three people up front, having conversations with them, taking your time with people too, because I know there's a big mad rush these days of you have to get your vendors, you have to move really fast. And while, of course, that's true, like you do need to get them in a certain time frame, you also have to take your time with things to realize what you want and what you like. And if someone's not available right now, like, yeah, maybe they were available now and they're not available in two weeks wasn't meant to be with that person. Like there are so many incredible vendors, like do take your time with it and realize what you're going to like. You also mentioned being there with them all day. So I want to uh, kind of go through the different roles of wedding planners because when- Oh my God, everything. (laughs) Well, not not, not to mention like, you know, therapist, babysitter, mediator, all of those roles, but- you know, the more technical roles, a lot of people have, I don't want to say confusion, but maybe a misunderstanding if they're not in the wedding industry 
of what a wedding planner is. So in your words, let's kind of go through someone who's a full service planner, a partial planner, event manager, on-site coordinator, like all of those things. Because I think a lot of people in their heads think, oh, we have a coordinator at the venue. They're going to plan my wedding. Right. (laughs) And more often than not, that is the assumption that a lot of these brides and grooms have is, like you just said, oh, we have somebody that we're working with at the venue. That is wonderful. And they are going to be so helpful when it comes to your venue and possibly a few other things. However, you have to remember at the end of the day, they are working for the venue. They are not working. Yes, they are working for you, but they're not working directly for you. My dog is crying. Can you hear him? Oh my gosh. No, I can't hear him, but go okay. tend. I was going to say, he just wants to be covered with a yes, blanket right absolutely. now. Please, please. please. Yes. Sorry, he's such a baby. Oh my God. No, I don't blame him because I needed to be covered with a blanket as oh well. <laughs> I am freezing right now. Oh is it really God. cold where you are? Um, It's like in the 40s today, but he's okay. always under a blanket and just like always wants to be snuggled up. He's like a little old man. He is he's my grown. first big purchase. I was 18 and I was like, I'm getting a dog. I don't care what mom and dad say. And that's exactly what I did. Hey, what's his name? Yeah. Brody. I'll show you a picture of him. My favorite picture. Oh, he's gorgeous. I know. My little oh, baby. What a honey bun. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Brody. I hope you're staying warm. <laughs> Thank you. So where do okay. we leave off? I'm, I'm anyway, so sorry. So venue coordinators, yes. they are, they're great. They work with the venue, but that is their main priority. So when you're having trouble with you know, finding a hair and makeup artist or transportation for wedding day, something that doesn't happen at your venue, they're not going to help you. I mean, they may send along a list of recommendations that they've compiled over the years, which is sometimes a little bit helpful, but it's not personal to you. And it's not really helping you plan all of those details and do all of those things. So like I said, while they are great with working for the venue, they, in my opinion, work best hand in hand with a planner in creating your wedding day. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, an on-site coordinator, you have to realize like, yes, as you said, they are going to be so helpful on yeah. your wedding day and, you know, day of dealing with vendors, like getting, you know, the insurance information, things like that beforehand. Right. But they're dealing with you know, a lot of times up to 200 couples at a time, like they're booking sometimes three, four years out, whereas your planner is like really dedicated to you during that time. And not only is it a quantity thing, but it's really just not their role to plan your wedding. As you said, like they can recommend people, but most of the times, like, and I, I was an onsite coordinator for a long time as well. Uh, we're recommending preferred vendors. And sometimes those preferred vendors have like paid to be on a list. Mm -hmm. So it's important to remember those kinds of things. And that's not to say that they're not extremely talented and you're not going to love them, but you owe it to yourself. It's your wedding day to do that research and or hire, you know, a professional to do the research that's going to align with what you're going to love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I do for my full planning and design clients, going back to that preferred vendors list is their venue will give them that whole list of preferred vendors, which is like you said, they're probably great. 
you know, yeah. I'm sure that they work at that venue all the time, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they work with your style, your budget, your personality, work well right. with other vendors that you've hired. Like you have to take all that into consideration. And when you have never planned a wedding in whatever state that you are planning in, you're not going to know all of these things and you're not going to know who to go to. So exactly. a planner can really do, you know, they know all that information. We have done research. We've worked with a million vendors and that's why we're the professionals. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, there's going to be, if you're a full service planner, like as you said, you're doing the day of stuff too. You're going to be there with them, but there's also yep. planners who, whose service, you know, we're just doing all the vendor communication, coordination, timelines, like finding right. your vendor. So there's partial options too. Yep. But I mean, I don't know if you would agree with me or not. And, you know, every venue is a little bit different, but I do happen to think that a day of coordinator is just really important to make sure things are moving smoothly, whether that's your full Absolutely. service planner or you're just hiring someone for the day. It's like. Absolutely. Yeah. And something that I have noticed throughout the years that I've been doing this is mm -hmm. whoever is working at your venue, they may be the best person ever and they may be great at their job, but their job ends typically around when your dinner time starts and that's then correct. they're gone. Yep. Like they are that's gone. It. If something, the event's not over. If something else happens or you need something or you, whatever you may need or whatever may arise, they're yes. not there. Right. Right. So, yeah. And you, there's it, transportation there, there's issues no at the end of them. the night. Of yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just not their role. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that will be really helpful for people to, to know and understand because I do think it's yeah. a big misunderstanding. You also mentioned when you're planning a wedding in a certain state. So maybe that's it's your home state or maybe you're traveling elsewhere. You're in Rhode Island. Yes. I have noticed, let me know if you've noticed the same, so many more destination weddings in Rhode Island specifically. Yes. Yeah, so I will say actually 90% of my clients don't live here. So for them- Is that right? 90%? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a lot more across, than I imagined. Yeah. It's crazy. I only come across a small handful every year that are actually living and born in this state or maybe went to college here and now live here. But most of them don't live here. A lot of them, you know, New York, California, sure. literally anywhere. Yeah. Um, maybe they've vacationed there. I think I told you yeah. my best friend did her wedding on Rhode Island in yeah. 2021 um, mm -hmm. at Gurney's and it was like gorgeous and fabulous. But since then I was like, I wonder if it's just because Ashley had her wedding there or like I really am seeing an influx of people going to Rhode Island. But it is yeah. like there's a reason for it. It's so, so gorgeous. It is. It is. It is, in my opinion, like a wedding staple of for just location. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. I mean, you can't beat it here. No, no. It, it's so, so gorgeous. So yeah. I want to get into a pretty high profile wedding that you did on Rhode Island. Michaela mm -hmm. Nogueira, who yeah. for anyone who's living under a rock and doesn't know, <laughs> is like a very, very famous TikTok, social media, makeup, artist, influencer, the whole nine. So that's when I first saw you, Ariana, and AMC. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, the styling of this wedding, like the blacks and whites, and it's just so elegant. And it was such Thank a you. juxtaposition from 
what I typically would have thought that mm-hmm. someone like Michaela would do. Not that she's not elegant, but her style seems like a little bit more boisterous and like I get really right. like fun and funky makeup tips from her. So yes. to see her totally transform, I was like, who styled this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was obviously a partnership between myself and the couple. Of course, but, of course. But yet, um, that was her goal there was to really be timeless, elegant, like just something. And it's actually funny if you, I don't know if you watch all of her videos, but if you see her home in the background of any of her videos, her wedding really does kind of reflect what her home looks like. It's very clean lines. It's, it's just like perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we really take that into consideration when I'm planning anyone's wedding. I'm always like, what is in your home? What does your home decor look like? Where do you buy your furniture? Uh, what color are your walls? Like all of that stuff. So if you notice, like she may, you know, do some crazy makeup sometimes or really, really fun and beautiful outfits, but yes, down to the core, she is like classic, timeless, elegant, and just like straight lines. Oh, and she's, she's so fun too. I think that yeah. is also like on the tip of my mind, like she seems like someone I would love to just go out on the town with. And a lot of yeah. the times, you know, you make assumptions about people in your head, like stereotypes a little bit, like, you know, she'll do like some really wacky and cool stuff, but it, it's very cool in a different way. So yes. can you talk about, you know, just kind of the plans for that wedding? Like how did you, I know you really worked together in creating the style, but Mm -hmm. what was the process of going through that? Like, how did you guys find each other? And, you know, how much say did each of you have? Because as she's a creative, I would imagine, you know, it probably was really fun for you guys to work together and collaborate on that. Yeah. Yeah. So Funny story, I'll start where it all began. As you just said, if you're living under a rock and you don't know who she is, I did not know who she was. So, (laughs) like, no, I was like, now that I think back, I'm like, you are an idiot. Like, how did you not realize who this was? So, she reaches out to me um, through my normal inquiry form on my website, and I see this name come through, read the message, you know, that's attached with it. And I'm like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Did I go to school with this person? Because now me being, or at the time, I think I was 27 or 28 when she had hired me. Um, You know, everybody that I know is getting married. So I'm like, did I go to school with this person, either like high school or college? And why do I know this name? So I do a quick Facebook search, as I a lot of times typically do when people reach out to me. As one Um, does. (laughs) And of course, she pops up everywhere. And I'm like, Oh my God, I've seen her pick her um, videos on my For You page. Of course I know who this is. So now I'm thinking there's no way that this is real. This is, it just, it can't be real. Like, why would she reach out to me? You know, you think like, you think like, like she would have who I am. Obviously, like you're so, so talented, but like at that moment, it's like, does this, is this a scam? Like this person exactly. is so high profile. Yeah. 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 So I was just like, you know, it's, it's just weird. So I answer back as I normally would for any client and we schedule a phone call. And immediately I say to myself, well, the minute we get on the phone, I'm going to know if it's her or not. Like (laughs) it's just, her voice is completely unmistakable. Exactly. So we get on the phone and immediately I'm like, 
hot. I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly who this is. And I just can't believe that she's interested in my business. Like that is, it's amazing. It's so flattering Um, and well-deserved by the way, but yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I just couldn't believe it. We have a phone call, you know, the vibes are great. And I have no mention of who she is. You know, I'm, because this is about your wedding. It's not about who you are, what you do. Totally. Um, And I, I keep that with all of my clients. Like this is about your event, unless you want to talk about anything else, then that's totally fine. But at the end of the phone call, you know, I ask her a question and she mentions what she does. And she's like, I don't know if you know what I do. And I was like, um, yeah, I do. I of course (laughs) know what you do. Um, so that was kind of how that got started there. So with any client, and this goes with anybody that hires me, you never know what you're going to get with somebody. So you don't know if they are going to want the reins 100% of the way, and then you kind of have no creative say or professional say. Right. Um, So I didn't know what to expect. So we have a few meetings, and she immediately is just like, I trust you. This is why I hired you. And like, obviously, she's going to tell me what she wants, but I'm okay to run with that. So I was like, that is like music to my ears as a professional. And this goes with all of your vendors. If you fully trust your vendors that you're hiring, your wedding day is going to be seamless. Like Mm -hmm. every detail about it is just going to be that much better because you have trusted who you're hiring. So absolutely. And on the other end, if you don't trust your vendors, like you have the wrong one. You need to be able to say, I Mm -hmm. put myself in your hands, even if you want to be collaborative, like if God forbid, like they should be the person you are deferring decisions to. And if you can't, if you can't select that, then you chose the wrong person. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, so we start working together and, you know, as I do with all of my clients, we go through a design questionnaire, kind of really getting to know what they're looking for, their style, them as a couple, because again, it's about the two of them, not just her. Um, of course. Which I think a lot of <laughs> which people... Which sometimes we all forget. Yes, I know. And I always try to incorporate the groom, like, because, and, and a lot of times they don't, they don't care. You know, they're oh, there of to have a great time. They trust whatever their future wife is going to do. Yes. But, you know, you try to get something out of them. You're like, what do you like as well? Yeah, Um, yeah. So So we had a lot of meetings all together where, you know, they told me exactly what they were looking for, the vibes that they were going for. Um, And one of her requests was black and white, like not black and cream, black and white. Um, So we did... I So then I do a design plan, which is typically like a 60-page document, um, depending on how design-heavy they want to go. I forget how many pages theirs was, but I'm sure it was a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, And so I create a whole design plan that really goes from like the socks that the guys are going to wear to the favors you're handing out at the end of the night. And it covers everything. So you really get to visualize for the first time what your event is going to look like. So I'm like sweating presenting this to them because I'm just like, I just want them to to love it. Like, of course, yeah. we can make a little bit of changes as needed with anybody. But I just was like, I want to make sure that I am doing my job correctly and flawlessly. And I want sure. to impress them, of course. Because so, as objective as it is, like at that point, it almost feels personal. Like you've put your, your soul yes. into it. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So I present them with this 
design plan. You know, it's all printed. It's beautiful. And at the end of the meeting, she's like, I love it. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> I could not have been happier. And, you know, and, and this goes with any client. You present them something and you want them to just love it completely. And there's, of, of course, course, a few little things that you're always going to need to tweak. But overall, if they love it, you have done your job at the end of the Aww, day. So that is so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she had a few edits as far as like, you know, I had suggested a round bar and she was like, nope, I like the straight lines. Um, So little things like that we had changed. But other than that, you know, I knew what she wanted. I understood it. And we just we went with it. That's half the battle, like just being able to because as much as it's your job to kind of create a vision based on what a couple is looking for and what they've described to you. It's also about listening to people and, you know, like really hearing them like, okay, not just, oh, what am I going to think is best? And like, what's Mm -hmm. this hot new thing? Like what I think is best might not be what someone loves. And and that's totally okay but you guys just have to be you know on on the same page there and and all the vendors chosen and it was was it chris appleton who did um yes. hair makeup oh my god I yeah died. so chris just uh did her hair person. and then yeah and then mario did her <laughs> makeup and let me tell you in person they're just as gorgeous i walked in and i was like oh i can't even believe that they're standing in front of me right now like this is insane like heavenly beings i mean mm-hmm. They don't yeah. look real. They look like, you know, walking no. Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. And in person, I'm sure in person. Yeah. And and they're tall. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm only like 5'2". But okay. in person, Chris Appleton is huge compared to me. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you are <laughs> insane looking. He's an Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. If, sir, if you were straight. <laughs> Literally. I was like, okay, well... <laughs> Oh my gosh, that yeah. is so... Yeah, and they're, they're so nice. Their teams were so nice. So it was really refreshing to just like work alongside of these people who I never in a million years would have thought that I would breathe the same air as. And it was just refreshing that they were they were great. I, I mean, even just watching them work was crazy. Like, yeah. you know, you see the videos on YouTube or wherever they post that they're doing hair and makeup and you're watching it there. But watching it in person is crazy, insane. I was like, I need to, I need a notepad and I need to just be taking notes right now instead of working. Seriously, I know. I wish I could just go into like a master class and just learn a fraction of what they do because yeah. they are, they are really, really talented. I mean, it's very clear mm-hmm. that you guys got the best of the best as far as like vendors were concerned. So it was, yeah. it was a really, really fun wedding to consume. Yeah, And I kind of fancy myself a little bit of an aficionado of celebrity weddings. Like uh, I'm just, as you know, I think a lot of people are just really obsessed as they come out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there are weddings every, really every year or couple of years, I would say that kind of stand out. Like, you know, obviously Haley Bieber was like a huge moment in bridal. Mm -hmm. Kate Bach and Kevin Love, like that was a huge wedding. Um, Nicola Peltz, Brooklyn Beckham, Sophia Ritchie. um, And the next one, of course, will be Sophia or Sophia Ritchie. My brain does not work. Olivia Colpo. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
So Olivia Colpo is, you know, just kind of the maven. And I feel like she's someone that all brides and brides-to-be are really just resonating with so much right now because while yeah. she's like this unbelievably picturesque, perfect-looking person, she does have this like sweet relatability that you just yeah. can't help but want to watch her and be happy for her and like love what she does. So you yeah. did most recently her engagement party with yes. her and Christian McCaffrey. So tell me a little bit, whatever you can about that, because it was just, oh my gosh, all the vendors in the tent. And, you know, it seemed like everyone was just having the time of their lives. They did. They had the best time, which is number one goal always. Sure. Um, and that really was their goal. You know, they wanted to bring all of their family and friends here to Rhode Island to just celebrate their love, which is beautiful. Um, and something that was really important to Olivia, because she's from here and she actually owns some businesses here, she wanted to support locally owned Rhode Island businesses. So we did a great job, in my personal opinion, incorporating all of that together. So yes, you did. Yeah, like Iggy's, Matunic Oyster Bar, Lincoln Creamery had, you know, a Sunday bar. Um, we had a DJ, a photo booth. Like it was just so much fun for everybody. Um, and they had the best time celebrating. And they are, I just have to say, her and Christian are two of the most beautiful people I have ever seen in, in real life. I mean, you, again, you see it on the internet and you're just like, oh, these people are beautiful. In yes. person, they're just as beautiful. I mean, oh they're so beautiful. They're so friendly and sweet and kind and giving. And their families are the same way. Like, they were raised correctly, in my opinion. and. Yes. They are like a reflection of their parents, which I think is amazing. That is so nice to hear because, yeah. you know, you, you idolize certain people. I know, like, um, I'm sure you know Joy Proctor, uh, the wedding stylist, but yes. I did an interview with her and, like, I was so nervous going into it because I was like, this is someone that I've admired and looked up to for years. Like, what if, what if she's mean? Yeah. Um, you always was, have that fear. Totally. Like, and she couldn't have been more lovely, open, like just the most wonderful person you could ever meet. And I think that has, it's a little bit of a tangent, but as far as like Olivia Colbo and Christian McCaffrey are concerned as well, I think that has a lot to do with people's success and like moving forward. And mm -hmm. you have it as well. Like you just have this factor of like, I, yeah, just because I'm talented doesn't mean that I'm going to treat you like the scum of my shoe. Like absolutely. that can only get people so far. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure they just refreshing. like really vibed with you. Yeah. Especially because she, she's actually from the same city that I'm from. So. Oh, no way. When, yeah. So when we had like put, I mean, obviously I knew that she was from Cranston, but she did not know that I was from here. Um, so when we put those pieces together, we like, I just felt like I knew her more than you know, than just meeting her for the first time. Yeah. Um, and she just really is like so nice and just like somebody that I would be friends with, you know, regardless of what she does. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see because, you know, you know that the fame and the success that she has and and even that Christian has, and you just think like, you know, they could be not so nice in person or maybe sure. like a little bit of a diva and they are not an ounce of that. Not an ounce. 
Oh my gosh. That's, that's really, really sweet to hear. Yeah. yeah. I, I love hearing about, you know, the aspect of bringing in all of those hometown vendors and yeah. there is something special about doing, whether you're doing your wedding or engagement party, like doing something at home, especially if you are going to do a destination wedding. It's so nice to have that for like maybe family who isn't able to travel and mm -hmm. incorporating all of those elements. I don't know exactly. if you're able to share this or not. And if you're not, just tell me to shut up. But are you doing her <laughs> wedding as well? Um, I am not doing her wedding. Okay. Yeah. Well, the engagement party was just so fabulous. I mean, most people would dream of their wedding being that, yes, you know? I know. Yeah. So when she had hired me um, for her engagement party, I, of course, immediately asked, like, do you have a wedding planner? And yeah. she did already have one. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, kudos to you on both of those weddings and, you know, not just the whole high profile weddings that you've done, but like Thank you. all of the, they're, they're really, really beautiful. Thank you. So, I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So just speaking of, you know, Rhode Island weddings and if, as most of your couples are destination weddings, yeah. do you have a favorite spot for out of towners, maybe somewhere that like you think is just so beautiful to get married in? Yeah, so I personally love Castle Hill Inn. Um, okay. I love that it's on the water, but not on a beach in particular. So you don't really have to worry about like messing your dress or your guests wearing certain shoes. Um, you know, you can have the outdoor ceremony with the water in the background, which is really beautiful. You get the boats, the sailboats going by. Um, and then I am a sucker for a tented wedding. So a perk there is that they have a tent already. Yes. So you can really just work off of that. Um, so that's kind of like two things, you know, the tented wedding and the outdoor with the water that I love to see. So I think Castle Hill just kind of has it all. And they have, you know, obviously rooms for your guests to stay on site, which is really nice. Um, but I'm also a sucker for a private home wedding because they're yeah. just different. I feel like I am at the same venues week after week, which is amazing. And I absolutely love those venues. But it gets a little repetitive, you know, sure. in all honesty, of course it does. Um, so I love when I am invited to a private home wedding and to design something there is just, it's just different from everybody else's. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's, I don't want to say there's only so much you can do with a space, but a lot of venues will design a space to, to look a certain way to allure people in and, right. and they're beautiful, but a lot of times it ends up maybe looking a little bit more similar. Whereas as exactly. you said, you know, when you're able to go on these fresh grounds and it's like, yeah. Ooh, we can use this element here and that there. I, I too love a tented wedding. And I feel like, you know, somewhere like Castle Hill, it almost gives you that at home wedding feel because of the tent. Exactly. But you're like on this incredible estate. Exactly. Absolutely. I always think yeah. about um, my best friend's wedding, which, you know, from the first time I saw it when I was a kid. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Okay. So like that wedding, like Kimmy and Michael's tented wedding on her family's estate. I just yeah. like always, and if you watch it to this day, like it holds up. It is still mm -hmm. just classic, timeless, elegant, like exactly. something that anyone would want today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's what I love. I love something that just is timeless, but unique to every person. And we try to make every event unique to everyone. But like you said, you can sometimes venue dependent only do so much with the space you're given or even the restrictions that you're given with that space. Sure. Um, so yeah, 
Love it. And do you have any dream wedding destinations that you would either love to plan a wedding in somewhere you haven't done yet? Yeah. So I would give my left arm to go to Europe and plan weddings. <laughs> yeah, Girl, I know. Italy, m- mainly um, Italy and France, but yeah, I would give I would give everything to do that. I think those are just they're so beautiful. I feel like they're really like what's in right now. Totally. Um, yeah. So I would love to go to one of those chateaus or anything like that and just plan a wedding there. Well, if anyone's listening, you know. Exactly. I do travel. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. So I'm going to throw one curveball question at you. And if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You don't have to answer it. But (laughs) if you could plan a wedding for any couple, dead, alive, fictional, like a couple of your own making, who would you choose? (laughs) Oh, boy. Immediately, I had an answer in my head immediately, which I didn't really expect to have one. Um, But Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, I just love them. I absolutely, I don't know why they were the first ones to pop into my head. Yeah. Because I would have, I feel like if I really sat with that question and had too much time to think about it, I would have probably just picked somebody like bougie. Yeah, Um, Yeah. But they were the first ones to pop into my head. And I just feel like they are so real but obviously have the funds to like do anything and everything. Definitely. So I think it could be a really fun, different wedding. I love that answer. And they have like the history, like we all feel like we kind of know them too. And exactly, that's such an underrated element also, like just the feeling from the couple and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you have to, you have to really put emotion into it as yes. there's so many things you could do as a couple, like hire the right planner, all the right vendors have the right place. But like, if you want people to remember your day and like, you have to give them feeling like, just put it out there. Don't worry so much about it being quote unquote perfect, rather, you know, really fabulous and a showcase of your commitment to each other. Absolutely. Okay. So Ariana, I am going to do a little game with you. Okay. Um, I love a game game too. So I'm going to pull it up here. Let's see. Okay. So this is a would you rather. Okay. And this is wedding planner edition. So just three little questions. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather 10 unexpected guests at the wedding or an unexpected rainstorm? So this one is tough. I think I know my answer. Okay. Um, I am going to say, do the guests have to stay? They don't have to stay, but someone okay. has to get them out. <laughs> oh, I have no problem doing that. No. <laughs> but if they, I would say 10 expected guests showing up to a wedding, I feel like that is not necessarily an easy fix, but you would have to get a little creative in creating a table for them, but right. it should be easy to grab another table, grab another linen, because there should always be a little bit extras. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they won't have all of the table settings that everybody else has, but we can grab some bridesmaid flowers, put them in the center, you know, grab yeah. some vases, some candles, something to make it beautiful and cohesive with the rest. Absolutely. Um, so I think I would pick them because rain as you should always have a rain plan, not everybody always does. So I'll I'll take the guests, I think. 
I agree. Yeah. I mean, I won't sacrifice course, all the pictures. <laughs> no. And your hope is like, especially in Rhode Island, a lot of people come there because it's so picturesque and beautiful and exactly. you know, having your ceremony with the water, at your backdrop and like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a rain contingency plan and it's a must fine, right. but it's like, you really don't want to do it. Like so many brides will even like, if it's raining a little bit, they're like, we can Oh yeah, we do that all the time. We're like, it's sprinkling, fine. Give give the older people an umbrella, and they'll be fine. (laughs) Everyone will live. You know, it's not like the Wicked Witch of the East. No one's gonna melt. (laughs) They might get a little frizzy, but they'll survive. (laughs) Okay. Question two: Would you rather twenty guests are stuck in traffic, so they're not there for start Mm -hmm. time? Would you rather get a late start or maneuver the timeline? Um, so that they can be there for the whole enchilada. So wait, repeat that again. They're gonna so be twenty guests are not there. So yep. would you rather get started without them, okay. or would you rather you know push things back a little bit so that they can be there for the start ceremony? Depending who they are, and I mm-hmm. always do this before a wedding, I always have um, either like a cousin or somebody in the wedding party that is not necessarily the bride or groom. I always have them take a peek and be like, is everybody important here? Yeah. Um, yeah. So as long as they're not important, sorry, we're getting started without you. <laughs> totally. Totally. If and they're you important know- and the bride and groom want to wait, we will absolutely maneuver as we can. Um, yes. But sorry, we're getting started. <laughs> That's so true. Like, and you know, 20 guests is also subjective. Like you might have a 40 person wedding. If 20 guests aren't there, okay, that maybe right. that's like a little bit of a problem. Right. If it looks uh, empty and, yeah. you know, your great aunt isn't there and right. you really want her there, of course we're going to wait. But but if it's a 220 person wedding, it's like, yeah, all we're right, getting started. Well, sorry, friends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You'll exactly. see the fix. If they have a problem, they can come to me. <laughs> totally. Totally. No problem being the bad guy. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Would you rather an incredibly gorgeous, fabulous, tiered centerpiece cake or a lot of little mini desserts? Oh, mini desserts all day long. Yeah. All day long. I am a dessert connoisseur. And we should go get desserts together because I fancy myself. Oh my God. So we're going to go on a trip and we're going to get desserts. Perfect. Sounds excellent. Um, but yeah, I am. I, so there's a few reasons for this one, but I love mini desserts. I just feel like you can have like a little bit of everything and not feel overstuffed. Yeah. Um, also, not everybody always likes whatever flavor wedding cake you've picked. Oh, yeah. So the mini desserts are like a crowd pleaser. Somebody or everybody should be able to find something that they want to eat there. Yes. Um, and I also find when you have a really beautiful cake, Yes, it looks beautiful. It photographs beautifully. Your cake cutting is just amazing. But then when the cake is cut and placed out, everybody's dancing and nobody even knows that your cake is on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody eats it and it's sad. And as a vendor, I see a lot, a lot of cake go to waste, which just like hurts my heart so much. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, up. I'll take that off your hands. <laughs> exactly. I'm always like, if there's any extra, you know where to find me. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I would definitely do the mini desserts over um, one big cake. But I will say you could have the best of both worlds and have a fake cake just for photos and yes. then your mini desserts for your guests to eat. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You even see so many people now doing like a smaller cake just for the cutting, you know. Exactly. I love, that's one thing that like for most things, I'm like, tradition can go out the window. Like things change and evolve so much, but I have such a soft spot for cutting the cake. I don't Mm -hmm. know why, but I love it. (laughs) Probably because you love dessert. That's probably why. That, I'm, I'm probably not as concerned about the couple having a special moment, more like, yeah. when am I going to get my treat? Exactly. <laughs> so Ariana, we end every episode with our after party, which is just four little fun questions. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Question number one, what is your dream honeymoon destination? Uh, anything that is relaxing and luxurious is just a dream. I feel like, and you as a former bride can probably attest to this, the weeks and even months leading up to your wedding are so busy. Like everybody wants you for everything. And even when you have a planner, you as the bride still need to do the seating char. And, you know, you need to do all those things that a planner can't necessarily do for you because we don't know your guests. Right. Um. So it's, it's a lot on your plate. And then wedding day, like, you're talking to everyone, you're entertaining maybe for an entire weekend. It's just, it's a lot. And I feel like you should just go on a honeymoon, relax, enjoy each other, go to Fiji, go to like anywhere, Bora Bora. Yeah. Um, Go somewhere that is just luxurious, once in a lifetime possibly, and just relax. Enjoy it. It's so underrated, like just being able to relax afterward because- like you said, like I, I planned my wedding. I obviously didn't do my day of coordination, but I, you know, I did everything. And then in the weeks leading up, you're right. Like you don't have time to eat. You don't have time to do like anything. And it's so stressful. And then when everything's done, all you want to do is just like completely veg, which is such a foreign thing for me on vacation. Like I need to get up at six, go for a walk, run, 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 run. But we did St. Lucia for our honeymoon and we only did like five days because I was like, what, are we going to just like relax for two weeks? Like, I can't do that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's way too long to not do anything. But if people can like love it, do it if you can do it. But it really was just like, it was so intimate and like beautiful and relaxing. And yeah, I'm with you there. Like just somewhere to chill. Yeah, go get a massage, like pamper yourself have a nice dinner, you know, do whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. Question two, what is, we were just talking about this, your dream wedding cake flavor? So I love, 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 love chocolate. I'm totally a chocolate girl. However, for wedding cake, I would say vanilla with fresh berries. That really Mm. has been my favorite the past year or so, Uh, but you can't go wrong with it. It's, it's lighter than chocolate. Um, yeah, it's timeless. Almost everybody likes it, or in my opinion, they should like it. Sure. Uh, sure. But yeah, that's what I would say it is. Yeah. And chocolate too, like it doesn't, it doesn't read wedding. Like you kind of have right. to have like a white kind of yes. space. Yeah. And, and anything dark colored at a wedding, as far as food and drinks and stuff like that, get away from my brides, <laughs> get away from her. hundred percent. Yeah. Get your yeah. happy little paws away. Exactly. <laughs> How about a song? What song do you need to hear at a wedding? Oh, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's a classic. All day, every day. I hear that and I just want to 
belt at the top of my lungs. And it doesn't matter how many times you hear it either. It's just no, like, it's something it never that gets, gets your old. ass off the chair. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. And I feel like it's a good song for all ages. So the younger crowd loves it. The older crowd loves it. It's just, it's a crowd pleaser. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. And last question, Ariana, if you could impart one piece of wisdom to any couple planning a wedding, what would you tell them? So this is a big one. And whoever's listening, if you are planning your wedding, please, please just take this advice. Just remember on your wedding day why you're there. You're there to get married. You're there to celebrate your love with your family, your friends, your loved ones, whoever you have there. That is why you're there. And you should not stress the small stuff because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, I am going to want to plan you the most perfect wedding with all of the little details and that matters to me. But in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't matter. It's, you know, if, if one little thing goes wrong or your color on your flowers is off by a little bit, the only person that's going to know is you and your wedding planner and the florist or whoever, you know, made that little hiccup. Other than that, nobody knows, nobody knows, nobody cares. They're there to celebrate you and just have fun. Remember why you're getting married and why you're there in the first place. It's not about those smaller things. It's about your love. Absolutely. That's awesome, awesome advice. Ariana, you are just a gem. I so enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. This is amazing. It was really, really fun. Tell everyone where they can find you. So you can find me on my website, amcweddings.com, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Pinterest, yeah, you can find me anywhere. (laughs) And I have everything linked in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It was so fun. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.